Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. Welcome to this edition of the Lion's Den University Report. It's our privilege and pleasure to travel around the country and meet dedicated followers of Jesus Christ. Our program is produced in State College, Pennsylvania, but we're heard from Philadelphia to Seattle on a variety of stations uh, with a lot of gaps that we'd like to fill in in between. Uh, But we're here today in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the uh, International Conference on Creationism. Uh, We believe that we have a creator and uh, we're not ashamed of that. A variety of views that Christians hold, we understand that, uh, but we believe the uh, clearest explanation of the biblical presentation is that uh, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and he describes that in the book of Genesis which is foundational to the other books of the Bible and uh, while there are other Christians with other views and and we include those on our program uh, regularly as well Uh, it takes knowing Jesus Christ to get to heaven uh, but uh, to be consistent uh, death disease and suffering is part of the the early description of the world uh, but uh, that's all that w- existed before man under evolution and uh, under the Bible teaching. That didn't come in. It wasn't a very good creation. Uh, if it had death, disease, and suffering, God created a perfect world, and then Adam and Eve uh, f- fell by sin, and that led to where we are today. My guest uh, today, though, is concerned about, uh, as we're at this conference on Uh, creationism is concerned about this issue and developing uh, scholars and researchers who will promote the biblical foundation of our salvation in Jesus Christ and we're glad uh, you joined us today Dr. Mark Horstemeyer from Mississippi State University and Mark welcome again. Thank you glad to be here Glenn glad to be here. And now how long have you been at Mississippi State? I I came to Mississippi State in 2002 uh, they were starting a center, the Center for Advanced Vehicular Systems. I had been working at Sandia Labs for 15 years. We were doing uh, multi-scale modeling of um, b- bombs design and blowing up. Right. And, and I you had said done nuclear research. Yeah, uh, thermonuclear nuclear bombs. Nuclear uh, mm-hmm. weapons. And, yeah. And since we weren't testing them actually, you were doing the, we the were simulations. We were doing com- simulating on the computer, yeah, in that space. And then... The idea came, well, why can't we then design cars on the computer? Mm-hmm. And I started doing a bunch of car parts and doing then car crashes, simulating car crashes. Mm-hmm. Every, every vehicle, uh, the, the company spent about $20 million on car crash alone for each vehicle design, whether it's a I van see. or something. Right. Yeah. And so the idea is, well, if, if I buy a $5,000 computer and have these codes, then I don't need to spend $20 million. Sure. Uh, that mm. kind of thing. Right. Now, it's kind of funny, uh, Glenn. A lot of the car people, um, they asked me, well, would you think you'd really drive in a car that you simulated and didn't test out? And I said, look, <laughs> we have to have a 10 to the ninth reliability. That thermonuclear bomb goes bang when it wants to go bang under fire, under bullets and everything. Yeah. Your cars have nowhere near that reliability. So, of course, you right. can use this methodology to, to design vehicles. And Great. So, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, what I'm, what I'm that, that's a means to an end. And the end is really to simulate Genesis and to um, simulate the, the, the days of creation as well as the Genesis flood and what's associated from that. So, you know, there's about 1,600 years, and there's a lot of deformation that happens, say, on day three of creation. And then so the material can creep for 1,600 years to when you finally get to the flood. And Genesis 7, verse 11, what says, The foundations broke, comma, the windows of heavens open, comma, it rained 40 days, 40 nights, the, 
the the foundation's breaking is key to that and i believe it was a the pre-flood continent as first as peter said the world that then was uh was the pangean continent and and it and it broke up at right. that point and then caused this global flood event and so we're simulating yeah, and, that and just to insert something here you mentioned peter he said the context of him talking about the flood is that he said in the last days there will be deniers of the those who will deny the creation by god and then the flood and yes. so many Christians seem to be willing to say, you know, it was a local flood, it wasn't global, no, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. it wasn't what the Bible said. And yet, uh, here, there was a, they're fulfilling uh, Peter's prediction in one sense. Oh, exactly uh, Denying right. the global flood that uh, was uh, an indication of, that God is a just God. He doesn't overlook sin. Yeah. And at that point, he judged the entire world uh, with water. He, he promised never to do that again, but there is yeah. a day coming for each individual listening to us today that will face our maker and we That's need to right. be ready through Jesus Christ. That's right. And and you know these these temptations that come to us today about, you know, don't believe the Bible, don't believe God and you know evolution's true, you know all those lies. They they've been around for a while. And one thing I can anchor not only my my faith in the Bible, but you know when you see people that have gone before us, for example, Robert Boyle who developed the, the relationship between pressure and temperature in England, was a strong Christian and believed that God gave revelation about his, about his nature. And he was so, um, uh, so important, actually, to England that the king of England, King James, the same King James did the Bible, right. he thought that, that he, 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 he wanted to give Robert Boyle the highest position in Christendom in England. And you know what Robert Boyle said? No, because if I did, I would be not fulfilling my call and purpose as a scientist. Mm. So ministry to him was being the scientist, the scientist not yeah. doing the quote-unquote ministry. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, Kim James didn't understand that. Yeah. He said, well, whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm offering you something. Right. You know, and he goes, but if you need anything, Robert, come back. So several years later, Robert Boyle came back and said, you know what? I want to start a Christian society mm. where they give a testimony of, of following Jesus, but, you know, our science is not being communicated around the world. So he started the Royal London Society, mm. the number one all-time research uh, society in, in, in the history, and it was started by this Christian man. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I hadn't heard uh, yeah. that before. And, and in the Royal Society, down through the ages, you have uh, Isaac Newton, who is a Christian man and believed God was the creator of everything. You have James Clerk Maxwell, who wrote actually two sermons uh, and, and we have uh, electricity tape because of James Clerk Maxwell. Of course, we have we have gravity and understanding of gravity and the forces because of Isaac Newton. Right. Lord Kelvin was a was the uh, head over the Royal Society in England in the late 1800s. And when the evolutionists remember, 1859 was an important date because that's when Charles Darwin's book came out, Origin of the Species. Right. And if you see in the late 1800s these movies say, oh, the debates, the debates. You know what mm -hmm. those were? That was those are creation evolution debates. Oh, okay. Re related to the Royal London Society at the right. time. Mm. Well, Lord Calvin, uh, he did not believe uh, in evolution at all, and so he actually came up with several uh, simula calculations, uh, like we're doing today, International Con Conference on Creationism, to show why evolution is not true. Great. And yeah. and this kind of thing has gone on for a while. Right. Uh, where you had. People, even in the 20th century, like Werner von Braun, the reason NASA started and everything, and, yeah. and he was a strong Christian man. Right. And there was, a, I remember a high school boy asked him a question. He's, you know, Dr. Braun, if, if von Braun, if you can tell me, you know, if you could prove to me that God exists, then, you know, I'll follow you. You know what his response was? 
do I have to do I have to light a match to prove the sun exists? Oh, <laughs> is that right? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, and he he uh, he said about America too. He said the reason he chose to come to America instead of Russia was because of our Christian morality. That's right. That uh, said, the types of things that he was developing uh, would be very destructive if not in under that's the Christian right. morality. And he was he 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 became a Christian and during World War II, and he was doing things for Hitler, and he he felt really bad about it by the end of the war and that's right and so part of his conversion was then coming here and, and doing that right and um, so even up till the present we have inventors of uh, things that are strong christians even here at the conference john sanford invented oh the yes that's right the gene gun, gene gun the technology gene gun, right. and the mri machine was invented by a, that's a right. follower of christ and the bible that's right so let me give you one last put here so there's a new face mask coming up for football helmets i got funded by the nfl last week oh okay and we did we studied ram's horns we studied turtle shells we studied all these things that god made mm -hmm. and we said are there anything that are similar in in impact resistance as an engineer, you know, God engineered these things, and, and yes, between the ram's horn, the buffalo skull, the turtle shell, the armadillo shell, seashells, there's three things, and we're incorporating them into the design of our football helmet. And right now, our football helmet's about three times better than everybody else's out there in terms of concussion prevention. Okay. But, but the NFL So now this is something you've designed mm -hmm. with the university? That's or, right. Or do you have a separate company yeah, that's well, doing yeah, that? Yeah, a company came out of Mississippi State. We call mm -hmm. it Yobel. Bell mm -hmm. Technologies, right? And like I said, we just got funding from the NFL uh, a couple weeks ago to put our face mask um, onto the Zenith uh, helmet and explore that. And uh, we designed that face mask uh, with high-performance computing, right? And we had a brain in a human brain. Actually, it was mine uh, oh. <laughs> in the simulation. <laughs> yeah, banging my head around, right? And and tried to reduce the damage to the brain uh, upon those hits. Okay. So, so, so think about this. So we went from thermonuclear bombs to cars to the brain to helmets, football helmets. Yeah. And I'm saying all this relates to the, the genesis and simulating genesis, all this high-performing right. computing capability. Yes, yes. And uh, so, uh, so much, uh, you know, we, we talk about even the one organization is called Answers in Genesis. And uh, the, the idea of genesis being foundational to... Uh, much of the Christian That's faith, right. which is the hope for the world. I mean, there is uh, atheism does not give hope. Uh, Michael Behe, who's been on our program, makes the comment. He says he's amazed how important uh, evolutionists think it is to prove life is not important. Okay? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, right, uh, right. You know, you're, if you prove that you're a product yeah. of an accidental explosion, then you have no purpose in life. You, what have you done? You know, there's some very illogical things in evolutionary thinking, and, and one in particular, and it was, you know, if, if they believe there's purpose at all in their life, you know, if they believe they can get up in the morning and they have a purpose, they are, in fact, fighting against their own philosophic belief system because right. evolution is a, is, is a purposeless uh, philosophic belief system. And I've told some of my friends here, I said, if you really believed in atheism, you would kill yourself mm -hmm. because the ultimate end of that belief from, leads to actions that said there's no meaning, right. there's no purpose, right. you know, and that kind of thing. And that's what that leads to, and to depression and then death. So I want to tell your people out there that each person listening has a purpose. I want to tell them right now, whoever's listening, that God designed you. He prepared you even for this very second listening on this radio right now. And that my call to you is to fulfill the purpose, fulfill the mission God has called you to. And if you're feeling like there isn't one, there is. You're just not seeing it, my friend. 
And he, he has ordained you for a, such a time as this. And whether you're in a car listening or at home or wherever, you know, the call and purpose of God is on you. And there's going to be somebody you meet today that you could, you could represent God's love to that person. And that's what he called us all to, is to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourself. Amen. Well, preach it, brother. I, <laughs> I agree with you. And you know, even recently, uh, President Trump called the uh, MS-13 gang animals. And we believe God made man higher than the animals, don't yeah. we? That yes. he's made it, we're made in the image of God, and that's why we have a purpose that's unique and special and eternal, that there's a life after this for those who will trust in Jesus Christ as their Savior. And uh, uh, surprisingly, though, every evolutionist knows when you call somebody an animal, you're insulting them. Yeah. And yet every day in the classes, over and over and over again, they're told they're just a product of evolutionary right. processes yeah. and they're just an elevated animal. And how sad that is. But uh, you're doing something to counter that and promote the trust in the book of Genesis as yes. the foundational to the gospel of Jesus Christ And here at this conference. Uh, and uh, we trust the Lord will continue to bless and guide you. Now, how many grad students are you working with to uh, help progress them in, into this path? Right now, uh, I have 15 PhD students. I've been about five master students. Over In the last 15 years, I've had about 140. Is that right? Great, yeah. great. And I think uh, we're going to interview one of them here in just uh, for our next broadcast. But uh, uh, my guest for this broadcast has been uh, Dr. Mark Horstemeyer from the University of Mississippi State University. And uh, well, I don't get that exact. And uh, he's uh, a professor in mechanical engineering and leader of a variety of uh, areas of research there. And here at the International Conference on Creationism, been giving some talks as well. And uh, we thank you for joining us as a listener today. And we thank our guest, uh, Dr. Mark. Thanks for joining us, Mark, for this time. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. Lord bless you. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Reports. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844, or email ltcldur at yahoo.com. 